Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, the owner of Meraki Media Management. The End in Mind is a place where we come to share stories, tips, and strategies of many entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, and just some people that aren't willing to live the traditional lifestyle. We talk about how to live outside of the box today and how to incorporate what really is important in your life to keep that end goal always in mind. Again, if you would like to reach out to me in any type of way, you can find me on Instagram at Meraki underscore media underscore management. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks so much and enjoy our show. What is up, party people? Welcome back to the End of Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, and boy, am I excited to dive into today's episode. Actually, uh, what inspired today's episode is a conversation I've been having with one of my clients for a very long time now, and I actually reconnected with one of my colleagues and past amazing guests that we've had on our show earlier today, and we were just chatting about the struggles of entrepreneurship and what it actually looks like when we are starting to crumble. And as highly sensitive, intuitive entrepreneurs, how we experience things is at that next level. And I know you all hear me talk about this all the time. Because we are picking up on everyone else's environment and energies, we are already innately tired, right? We are already innately pretty exhausted, especially from being in crowds, um, easing back into societal life can also impact this, recreating new habits that actually work for us. And then if you throw in all of the societal limiting, limiting beliefs that we've gained over the years just from living in society, um, such as, you know, not being able to eat certain things because we're trying to watch our weight or not being able to do actually what we want to do because we have people that depend on us, like our teams, like our clients. And business can all of a sudden start to feel really, really heavy. And it doesn't become fun anymore. And what happens when it doesn't become fun anymore, we go down these patterns, right? We go down these schools of thoughts and I know if you all follow me over on Instagram 
you've already heard some of what I'm going to share with you all today, but I think it's important that we start to unpack what these patterns look like because I know myself has experienced this firsthand very recently, actually, and all of my clients experience this. So I think this is a pattern, right, that we all are experiencing at once, but no one's talking about it and no one's being actually honest about what it looks like behind that curtain when shit is hitting the fan and things aren't going well. (laughs) Whoop-dee-doo, right? Something that we never, ever, ever want to share because we have a fear of letting our audience see us not at our best. And that is why today the entire mask, the curtain is being pulled to the side and I am here to share my experience with you all. This experience is not from long ago. It's actually something that's happened in the past few months. And this is something that I am really trying to wrap my head around, making sure that I'm being the right, loving, light-giving human that I aspire to be every day. And that is also a lot of pressure in itself. So basically, long story short, which I know you all have had these experiences as well, I hired someone to help me with my business, and it just started to not feel right. It wasn't sitting right when I was on the calls. We were having to repeat ourselves several times on the calls. We were not getting the business and the project far along as it needed to be, as quickly as it needed to be done. And it just wasn't working for me. So now when I sign contracts, I read through it. I actually send it to um, someone that is able to help me from a lawyer standpoint, read over the contract. Um, it's very easy to tell if a contract is binding or not. It's, I believe it's actually also a legal situation where if the contract is binding, the person that is, sell- is selling that to you has to verbalize that it's a binding contract. And if they don't verbalize that, then it's normally very clear in the writing of the contract contract when it is binding. For the purpose of my business, I never sign any contracts that are binding. I have done that before and it has really bitten me in the butt. I have had to go back and renegotiate contracts with people um, at very high level, you know, social media management platforms I've worked with and I've basically had to persuade them to let me out of the contract. And that's not something that business owners really need on top of our internal stressors of the day. So that is one one rule that I always stand by. And of course, if that is different for you and for your business, especially if you have a product-based business, you may have to sign binding contracts. Um, but that's just something to keep in mind that you don't have to sign anything that comes across your desk unless it feels extremely aligned for you and is going to work for you and how your business is structured. So that's one thing. Even though this contract was not binding, I was not getting any of the investment back that I had put in, and this was causing a lot of stress for me, right? I have people that depend on me. I really hold myself to a highest standard of not making bad decisions like this. So then I would go into this thought process of, oh my gosh, I can't trust myself, right? Because I made a bad decision, therefore my brain automatically goes to, 
well, I didn't follow my intuition there. I did something wrong. And this is the first school of thought that we have to start to re-navigate for you all. Anytime you make a decision, even if the binding contract that I signed years ago, I wasn't able to talk myself out of, I would have fulfilled that, right? Because I signed the contract, I would have fulfilled the payments and it would have been a really great learning lesson. And it was a great learning lesson and it turned out exactly how it was supposed to be. So even though these moments in our business when it's happening live time, feel like complete doomsday. I mean, you guys, I'm talking full-blown meltdown yesterday as I am trying to talk to the credit card company, discuss things with the merchant, and really just clarify what the hell is happening here because I never got the product that I had paid for, right? I never got the solution to my problem, that, that and that's why I was investing, So once you kind of go through all of that, right, and you know, okay, I didn't make a bad decision. I just made a bad investment and it's a great learning experience. We're starting to change that neuro pattern in our brains. But let's back up a little bit. Let's talk about what happens when we continue to ignore these signs. So when I was working with these individuals, everything was going great at the beginning. It felt super aligned. I knew I would walk away with some sort of, you know, knowledge and I thought that I was going to walk away with a complete system built out for me, personalized. And I walked away with absolutely none of that. I did learn a few things so I could come back into it and pull apart things that I've walked away knowing, like how maybe I even don't want to sell or how I don't want to come across to people and why I don't want to come across that way. It all just became very clear to me that the people I was working with were absolutely not in alignment. They were having me and coaching me on selling tactics that just would never work, right? I am a very intuitive person. I do not sell when I feel feel out of alignment. It just simply will not convert for me. So that's something that I've learned a while ago. And when I come back to those lessons, then I'm able to say, okay, this is a red flag, right? This is not working for me. Then you start to look at your body. And this part is absolutely so important. And we as perfectionists, We ignore our damn bodies. It is easier to ignore our body because that is where we hold a lot of our stress and a lot of our tension, if not all of it. And there is like scientific reasons behind this. But what started to happen to me is before the calls, I found myself not getting excited. I actually found myself getting a little bit sick. I could tell my hormones were off. Um, There's several different ways to know that your hormones are off. For me, I have like emotional spikes. So I get like really, really sad or really, really happy. Um, Most of the time it's sad, not going to lie. And it's not at my time of the month. And it's very obvious now that I've gotten so connected with my body. 
Other things that will happen to me are migraines. Sometimes, and in the past, I have gotten so physically sick that I've been unable to get out of bed for weeks. I'm not exaggerating, for weeks. I got so bad at one point that my blood pressure was so high that they wanted me to go see a cardiologist. I'm 27. I just turned 27 last week. So things can heighten very quickly around your health. When you continue to ignore this, as a perfectionist and this all starts to happen for us at once and again I know that you all have experienced this and it might not even have anything to do with business it could also have something to do with your personal life right something that's out of alignment for you just in conjunction with who you are as a human your body sends you signals it's constantly sending you signs another really great key indicator for me when I know that I'm reaching my limit or it's time for me to basically check back in with myself see how I'm feeling is I will excessively sweat um and like not super gross or anything but like I just get a little bit more sweaty than I am normally so you know what your body's signals are right some people get shaky some people get pain in certain parts of their body some people their stomach gets sensitive whatever it may be for you and if you don't know then I would definitely recommend you know checking in with your body more often and taking note of that. Things like breath work can be really helpful for this because sometimes, most of the time, we have memories stored in our body. This is something that Joe Dispenza talks about all the time. If you haven't listened to podcasts with him, he is a wealth of knowledge about the body and how it stores memories within us. And what these memories can also consist of is negative thought patterns. So because we might be storing a memory in a certain part of our body, then we're basically going back to that space. Like I gave the example of me kind of running down this rabbit hole of, well, I made a bad decision. I can't trust myself. Then my brain is going to go to the portion of my body where I've stored a part of the memory where I, I experienced something negative that made me feel negative about myself. And then all of those stories will start to replay in my mind, basically showing my brain over and over again all of the reasons why I can't trust myself because I made this bad investment in business because I, you know, didn't get the right type of car and then I got in a car accident when I was in high school uh, because I, you know, didn't uh, get the right size of coffee pods at the grocery store because I was you know in a rush right like all of these small stories our brains will go to and basically re-identify all of the reasons why we shouldn't trust ourselves now this is why it's so critical to notice what you're thinking when you are going through these experiences And I know you're probably saying to yourself, well, God, that's even more exhausting, right? I'm already tired because I made a bad decision. I'm already feeling like I have zero energy. And now I need to put more energy into my thoughts. Like what the heck? The beauty behind this is that once you do this once, this is something you can continue to do over and over and over again. And because of the way it helps you bounce back 
from your problems, you will want to do it. You will find the energy to do just and only this if that's only the capacity that you have to do it for. And I'm going to get a little bit more into that tactic in a few moments. So we're in this spiral, right? We're in this pattern of getting sick, ignoring our bodies, ignoring the signs of our intuition, making these bad decisions, following down this rabbit hole of the next thing that goes wrong, the next thing that goes wrong. We're really low energy. We're feeling super sick. And now to boot, we have all these negative thought patterns reiterating to us all the reasons why we have imposter syndrome, all the reasons why we aren't good enough at what we do. And this, like I said, really is so important for intuitives specifically because we are already super sensitive to the external world. And now we're seeing and remembering all the reasons why we've ever done anything wrong We're pushing ourselves further and further into that imposter syndrome, eventually putting us into analysis paralysis, which is really where we're not making any movement in our business. And that can also continue into a pattern, right? Because we think that we're not able to do this. It didn't work the first time we tried. So it's keeping us in that paralysis state. Damn, if you have a cup of coffee or if you have a sip of water, now is the time to take it because I know that this is not the easiest thing to hear. It's not the easiest thing for me to even say to you all and shrink down these patterns, right? This is a hard pill to swallow, but this is something that we all do. It's a part of our programming. It's a part of society. And the reason why I can say that so factually is because I see it happen within myself. I see it happen within my friends, my family members, my mom, my my clients, my bosses, people I've worked with externally, my everyone. This happens to absolutely everyone. Now, the key to unlocking this is not meditating, is not doing Joe Dispenza breath work, is not journaling, is not doing and continuing on all of your perfectionist little lists that we all write every morning and everything that we have to get done and the food that we're supposed to eat and the amount of water that we have to drink. This is all putting more tension, more pressure and stress on the body, causing us to get more ill. It's causing us to get more ill. These thought patterns, this way of thinking is creating anxiety, creating depression, creating an even higher level of these emotions and feelings if we aren't already diagnosed with them in our current body, even if we are diagnosed with them like myself. So this societal norm of how you can fix yourself is another one of those stupid roadmaps that every coach, every mindset leader, every self-help book is going to continue to shove down your throat instead of just asking yourself this one simple question. There's just one question. And this is a Joe Dispenza tactic, so I did not make this up myself, but it's something that has changed my life. And when I go into this state, I throw the rule book out the window. 
I throw out the exercise routine. I throw out needing to make myself get up at 7 a.m. to work out before my client calls. I throw out the fact that I might have to cancel a meeting, right? And I can't be everything for everyone all the damn time. I throw out the diet. I throw out the food that I think I should be eating. And I just start eating what I want to eat. I start working out when it feels like it's the right time to work out again. I start leaving the house when it feels like the right time to leave the house. Guess what? I even get up and or take a nap when it feels right for me. And I don't question it. I don't beat myself up about it. I don't give myself a laundry list of the reasons why I am not doing what I should be doing and you know I should be getting up and working on my business and trying to engage and generate leads because even though I'm sick if I don't work for a week then I won't get leads right I know how you all think I literally live inside your minds right I get this this is how my brain works too trust me I lived we have all lived let me correct that we have all lived our entire lives with the same patterns of thought we as intuitive leaders have to remember that not every tool is gonna fix our problem not forcing yourself to utilize a tool that doesn't feel good for you Just starting to ask yourself and rebuild that connection should be the first place that we go to when we go back to to these bad places. I mean, I literally stood across the uh, kitchen island upstairs yesterday and said to Sean, like, I am having a full-blown meltdown. I'm not okay. I feel sick. I don't feel good. I'm upset about this situation with these women that I hired. I feel like I've made a bad mistake. You know, I let myself go on this little rant. Nothing crazy. Kept my voice down. Overall, kept calm, right? Trying to keep my blood pressure cool, calm, and collected. But I do have to explain how I'm feeling. I have to voice it. That's something I think that women and men two should do that but we all have to do that right we might have to get it out we might have to just put it to words then walk away right walk away from those words get it out allow yourself to feel the emotion I let myself feel the despair I let myself feel like a failure for a moment right that moment where it's like damn, I really, I really fucked this up. I really, really messed up. I shouldn't have done this. Wow. Deep breath, right? And then I get right back into what would feel good for me right now? What does my body need right now? Do I need to eat something? Do I need to get a drink of water? Do I need to go somewhere? Do I need to get out of my house? Do I need to maybe go for a walk? Sometimes I just need to sit and watch Netflix for six hours and zone the hell out. Do I need to paint my nails? Do I need to stay busy with some sort of piece of artwork? Maybe I pour myself into a puzzle. Maybe I just need to sit in silence. 
these are all valuable tools because you are connecting with yourself. You're no longer letting the pattern of negative thoughts control the way you think. You are now refocusing your energy into getting your body, your head, your mind, your heart back to the heart-centered place where you deserve to be all the time, even when you mess up. Even when you mess up, you deserve to feel aligned. Because unfortunately, you guys, or fortunately, there are no mistakes. Even when you mess up, you are not making a mistake. You are setting yourself up. You are learning lessons that your future self needs to know in order for you to get to your future self. You know, today I was listening to an amazing, amazing podcast. You guys know how much I'm into like this science shit overlapping with intuitive connection and the universe and how it's all really starting to come together I mean it's like mind-blowing what some of these scientific theories are about how life is beginning Lewis House had this amazing uh scientist on his show like two weeks ago I posted it to my story last week but I'll put the link in the show notes for you guys she talks about this theory of how life is actually created, right? Like what is the origin of life? And she talks about how there's a specific molecule within all of our bodies, just like there is also the same molecule that multiplies the universe, right? There's a reason why the universe is constantly growing. There's a reason why we're constantly growing. Life is expanding, right? It's constantly moving, breathing, right? Expanding. And she talks about how these molecules basically regenerate every moment. So like she talks about how when you eat something in the morning that that's helping your cells regenerate themselves because actually the body is breaking it, breaking down and rebuilding itself all at the same time um, across time. And now we're even to expand upon that with things like AI. And it really changed my perspective on the universe and how we're all changing, right? And things are starting to come together, these puzzle pieces. And that part where she mentions how the body is breaking down and being rebuilt all at the same time through these specific molecules. I can't remember what she called them, but it's matter, right? It's it's a thing. It's a noun. It's the protons, electrons, and then there's something else, a new a new piece of matter, a new molecule that they're referring to as the reason why things hold mass, um, which was mass was a large part of what I talked about in the universal collective when it comes to community and how mass pulls upon each other. But it's it's very interesting to hear that the body is breaking down and being rebuilt all in the same second, second to second, moment to moment. That tells me that because we are alive, right, and we can use all of our, all of our past research, all of our past knowings and truths, that we constantly evolve as humans. So the evolution is now giving us the knowledge 
that we can actually change our school of thought, that we are not the victims of our thoughts, right? We choose them and we can navigate them just like we learn how to navigate in therapy and use utilize our tools. But that's why my approach is so different for us as highly sensitives and perfectionists. Yes, the tools are helpful when we're learning how to set new boundaries, if we're just beginning on our journey. But what about these moments where we have this extreme amount of exhaustion, this worry, this concern, this unknown? We're drained, right? We've pushed ourselves to the limit. We have no more life left in us. That's how it feels, right? We've hit rock bottom. Those moments are the moments where we can really just let ourselves rebuild because your cells are constantly rebuilding already right they're constantly rejuvenating because how would the heart beat it makes a lot of sense to me how would the heart actually beat and have a beating if it wasn't totally always tweaking itself and being completely rebuilt and engineered by these special little cells inside of us that's what makes us be alive So when you trust that you can change your school of thought, that you can allow these patterns to be changed, and that you don't deserve to live in this guilt that you're constantly putting yourself under or, you know, subconsciously or consciously, there's a shift in mindset, right? There's an opportunity there. Um, One of the things, ironically, that I learned from working with the two women that it just didn't feel aligned anymore, I had created a pattern of thought in my brain that would subject me to more anxiety because of the way that I thought. And it's really funny, I actually remember as being a child, because of the way I would think, I would even like make myself laugh more, right? So I would kind of expand upon the emotion that I was already experiencing within my own brain. Now, when I was laughing as a kid, it was funny, right? It was great. It was a great experience. I would maybe like imagine something and something would be even funnier, right? In my imagination than it was in real life. And I might continue to laugh as I thought about it more as the day went on. And I think that this is how a lot of us think, but because we've now grown, right, it's become subconscious. The way she describes it is like driving a car, you know, you can totally change and evolve and adapt and build new habits because we've seen it happen for time and time again, you know, our bodies are something like 1.3 billion years old, right? They've been on this planet, life has been around for billions and billions of years, So we can start to trust in the fact that we have the chemistry to rebuild, allow ourselves to rebuild, throw the rule book out the window. You don't need to be creating all these new habits, reaching your marks and being the perfect human when you don't feel good, right? When you are sick, when you have worked yourself to the bone, we want to stop it before it gets there. We want to basically, what this is, is reprogramming the way we think about rest and the way we think about our bodies. You know, if our body is constantly rejuvenating itself based around things we consume, based around things that we do, doesn't that make you think about your body like a little bit different and become more tender to it? 
more understanding, listen more to the signs so that when we're maybe going down this path, we can redirect it. You know, the old Caitlin, the past version of me would have just stayed working with these women, unhappily, basically going bankrupt. (laughs) Like, that's what would have happened. But because I stood up for myself and I found my voice, I'm paving a new path, a new pattern for me. And yeah, it feels really uncomfortable. It is exhausting. It's tiring. I don't hold myself to any standard. If I get up in the morning and I'm able to meditate and that's when I ask my body, what should I do today? And it tells me to do that. I do it. You know, I don't question it. I said to a client, sometimes my body wakes up. It tells me I want to have bagels and cream cheese with extra cream cheese. I give myself that. I don't question it. I don't go back into, oh, I made this mistake once. So now I have to question every little thing I'm doing, right? That's not, that's not it, right? That's not a way to live life. I can trust that my cells, my body's going to breathe. I can trust that my brain, my intuition, my path is leading me towards where I'm supposed to go. But being emotional along the way is not a bad thing either. So I hope that this starts to redirect how you think about your ups and downs and the roller coaster of business. You know, sometimes you just need someone like what we offer in our Eclipse coaching package to just listen and be there and remind you of who you are and how far you've come. Because there's slow moments where it's very easy to forget everything that we've done, all the good that we've breathed into the world, the abundance we've already created. So make sure you all have people in your life that do that for you. Or of course, reach out to me if you ever would like to discuss ways that we can start to rebuild this connection because you, just like every other human on this planet, your body knows what to do. We're just now learning that that's actually scientifically true, right? And it's all based off of past experience, just like how you can start to reprogram your mind based off of your own past experiences and accomplishments. So it's really a beautiful thing. Now I'm going to let you guys go because this episode got a little bit more lengthy than I expected, but I love you all. If this resonated with you, please give us a screenshot, a testimonial, whatever time you have uh, would be greatly appreciated. And next week we have another lovely guest for you guys. So see you then. Thank you so much for listening to The End in Mind. I would like to remind you all, if you haven't yet reached out to me on Instagram, we are at Meraki underscore media underscore management. It will be in our show notes as well. If you would like to reach out to me, we always offer free coaching through Instagram based around our Instagram training and our business Instagram practices. If you need any type of support, please do not hesitate to reach out to me there. And we also offer several different types of consulting and training packages if you're looking for a little bit more in-depth tips. So thank you all for listening in. And of course, I want you all to keep the end in mind as you continue with your day and or work week. Have a great week and I will see you all next time.